welcome to another episode of Scotland's Choice. We're doing the Westminster Roundup again with me, Drew Hendry MP. And me, Brendan O'Hara MP. And we've got uh, quite a packed programme and an interesting guest with us today. To very discuss, interesting guest. To discuss what's going on there. But we, there's a lot of things happening, so we have to cover a lot of ground today. We've had Hamza Yousaf's uh, first big policy speech in the, the Scottish Parliament. We have. Uh, very interesting it was too. Uh, he also appeared at the STUC which was interesting. Indeed. Yes. And, uh, and uh, we'll definitely be talking about the SDUC as well. The, I think one of the things, I'm talking about Hamza, um, it, you know, leads us into what's been happening here at Westminster. We've got you know, quite a lot of new blood in our leadership. So Indeed we do. Yeah, we do. And yeah. the person we have as our guest today is no stranger to this format. Indeed. Having having graced the airways with Stuart and Tam many, many times. She is it's a perfect, perfect practice. And now she's taken a step down. I've taken a step down. <laughs> the the Stuart and Tam of Scottish politics <laughs> said nobody ever. <laughs> and, and will never. And will uh, never. But we are that. delighted to introduce. It's me, it's Mary, Mary Black, uh, Deputy Leader of the SNP Group. Mary, thanks for uh, joining us today. So we'll go we'll go straight into it. You you were up. We'll do this a bit chronologically. You were at the SDUC yeah, uh, conference uh, with Thumbs of Yusuf. Yep. And uh, other MPs as well. I think oh, David Linden was I there mean, with David you as well. Linden. So yeah. so what were, were your thoughts when you were there? I thought it was really good. I mean, it, given that it was his first outing out with Parliament since he's become FM, he hit all the right points. All the getting across his message really mm-hmm. clear and. The other thing that I was really heartened by was he got a genuinely warm reception. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it, quite a few times he was having to stop himself talking because people were applauding <laughs> when he didn't yeah, expect yeah. it, you know. So I, I, did, I was very impressed by it. So and and they, well. they were very public and, uh, you know, appreciation, yep. for, I think, for what was said. And, and you know, there's, a, there's been a growing uh, trend of uh, a, a deepening relationship between the SNP and mm-hmm. the trade union movement over the past few years. Yep. I think that really shows, doesn't it, across all Absolutely. the different sectors. Especially when you think of the sort of the legislation that's been coming through, in mm-hmm. particular the anti-strikes bill. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say, and I mean, I know we might be biased, but I do think we've been strongest on it on condemning it, strongest on offering our support to workers, mm-hmm. strongest on turning up to picket lines and mm-hmm. supporting strikers. Um, and the, the anti-strike le- legislation is pretty draconian, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's horrifying, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a Thatcher's dream mm-hmm. to have that. Yeah, but I think it was interesting today at Prime Minister's Question Time, the way that Stephen pivoted to saying, you know, that Douglas Ross yep. was comfortable at encouraging Tories to vote Labour. Yep. Not because they've changed, but because the Labour Party has changed. <laughs> yeah, the the Labour exactly. Party ticks all their boxes. Exactly. So, yeah, vote Labour with, with yeah. knowing you're voting for a Tory anyway. You Douglas know. Ross. Right? It was mad. Incredible. It. But I think Stephen was absolutely right well, to, to point that out. Well, th- this brings us into the, obviously, Mary is our deputy leader here at uh, mm-hmm. Westminster. Stephen's obviously the leader. We, we've got a real bit of youth and energy at the, the helm, which is great when you're... You know, when you're when here you're today. <laughs> <laughs> you got Waldorf and Stanley sitting here. Young at heart. Young at heart. It's harsh but true, Barry. <laughs> harsh but true. Um, you know, so it's great that we've got that uh, injection, I think, of you know, youth and, and new ideas. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's something we really need in here because it is pretty kind of stale, oh, isn't it, at times here? You look at some of the debates. Yeah, I, I, I think it's what politics needs. And I think that 
I'm hugely encouraged, you know, that, that Mary's mm -hmm. there and Stephen's there and Hums is there. You know, there is a, a real generational change yep. taking place within the uh, within the party yeah. and within Scottish politics. And you know, it's a like, let's not beat about the bush. Let's not pretend it's anything other than a very very difficult time for mm -hmm. the party. And and I think that Hamza has come in. And he has had to hit the ground running in many ways, had to get on the front foot as quickly as possible. And I think I think we saw that in a, in a programme for government. Yeah, absolutely. Also, the, I think the way in which Humber's conducted himself in the grace with, mm. and honesty with which he's mm. answered all the difficult questions for him, I think mm. it's just a testament to it, him. It, and it, and all, of, all of those things that people were saying, no, you know, you need to listen to us about mm -hmm. this, you know, whether it was the uh, deposit return scheme yep. or whether it was, uh, you know, the highly protected marine areas mm -hmm. or you know, a range of other things. He's... He's listened Absolutely. and he said, look, yeah, yeah, I do want to take totally. stock. And he's made a promise that he's going to go out and engage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. there was always the fear, wasn't there, that Hamza would come in and just nothing would change yeah. and that he would potentially be a proxy for what went before. Aye. And I think what we're seeing now is that he is very much his his, his own person and his, his thoughts are his own and his opinions are his own and his style is going to be... His own, totally. Uh, so I, I'm really pleased with that. But he's also, I think, he deserves credit for not, I suppose, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Because mm. you're right, he's listened in these arguably, to an extent, unpopular policies. But he's managed to listen and adapt without completely abandoning, you know, what yeah, has it? brought the SNP to a really successful position. Mm -hmm. You know, he's in principle, he's still keeping the ship going in the and, right direction, and, I hope. And sometimes the right things to do are the difficult things Absolutely. as well. You know, they, they, it, there is never an easy uh, thing in politics when you're presenting change that has mm -hmm. to, to happen. Yeah. But what, what I, I believe that he's done, and I'd be interested in your view on this, Mary, is that he's taken into account that people have, you know, very you know strong opinions about some of the things that are going through just now. And mm -hmm. he's, uh, he's taken that step to say, yes, we'll, we'll have a look at how that's done mm -hmm. and we'll take into account some of the concerns yep. that have been raised here. And and you just have to see from the Scotch whiskey industry, from, uh, you know, the uh, and from others who are yeah. saying, look, he has listened. I think it's a yeah. great thing. I, definitely, and to be doing that in your first few weeks as First Minister, and against the backdrop of the difficulties that the yeah. party faces just now, mm -hmm. I think more power to him, you know, mm -hmm. as he's been handling it really, really yeah, well. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I've been an outspoken critic, uh, unusually because I am a party loyalist, my <laughs> core, but I have been an outspoken critic of the HM, HPMAs, the highly protected marine areas. Um, from a constituency point of view, I they're just... It would be catastrophic, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, I'm very, very glad that he's listened and there is now, hopefully, coming up meaningful dialogue and a genuine seeking to understand the impact that they'll mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. uh, so no, I, was, I was really pleased at that. So he is showing that, as I say, he is his own person in this one and uh, wrong mate. Because he's also, if what I'm liking is he's paying attention to the detail of things. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. he, you know, he's not being led purely by politics he'll look at things and go right what is your issue okay mm -hmm. it's that bit or it's mm -hmm. this section cool let's go away and deal with it yeah um, and i did i think i mean it's my kind of style of getting mm -hmm. things done but so. what you've been doing with with steven you, you almost 
doing a, a grand tour of Scotland and speaking <laughs> yeah. to, to branches yeah. around the constituencies and you've probably spoken Political to festival. Well indeed. <laughs> and you've probably spoken to more people in the last month, six weeks yep. than than almost any of us, probably mm-hmm. any of us have. So for what's your sense of the, the mood out there? I think definitely within our own members, I, I think the mood is of course, we've taken a bit of a, a punch, you know, and people can feel that because nobody likes seeing, you know, their party in the news for anything other than good reasons. But there's still absolute commitment and real desire mm-hmm. to, well, let's keep pushing this forward. How can mm-hmm. we ensure that we're still reaching our goal? And, and pe- I, to be honest, are, I've been heartened yeah. in talking to people because there's times where I've felt really flat and it's mm-hmm. activists and stuff that have lifted me up. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is that that feeling when you go to branch meetings and you know more people than usual have turned out. Yep. And, uh, you know, and, and certainly, for anecdotally, I haven't seen evidence from people of branch uh, membership actually increasing during this time. Absolutely. Because people uh, are kind of rallying around yep. and saying, look, you know, this is too important totally. uh, to be... Uh, derailed at this time Absolutely. and, uh, and they need to be at that yeah. time. It does show you how astonishingly robust our, our support is mm. that it's there and it's not it's not going to go away because of mm-hmm. any individuals or any individual uh, uh, issues, issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know that it's there, it's a, it's a core belief yep. and it's also a belief that the SNP are really the only vehicle for delivering independence, Absolutely. and mm-hmm. and, and people are there, and they're not going away. And mm-hmm. and I'm with you. I've been at a few branch meetings recently, and um, yes, the people are concerned. Yes, people want answers, but there's absolutely no sense of folk, you know, ripping up, up, ripping no up a card and bouncing <laughs> yeah, off into exactly. whatever. You know, it's but, just uh, not there. But bringing it back to you know people outside of the party, outside of the pa- mm-hmm. party membership, we've we're, we're recording this on a day when the inflation figures have just been mm-hmm. shown to be above ten percent against the highest yep. um, in the in, in, across the comparisons with the EU, for example. And mm-hmm. you know we we you know don't see any kind of real. Uh, uh, respite for people in terms of the costs that they're mm-hmm. facing just now that they're increasing. There doesn't seem to be any recognition from the UK government here that that's what people are really concerned Absolutely. about just now. And and you look at how, how folk will be struggling to get by with these food prices directly related to Brexit. Mm-hmm. And the Labour Party, as we've said many times before, Continuing down that yep. road again, that's what's affecting people, isn't it? To cost. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. I mean, it, it, like you say, out with. I mean, it also mm. includes our, mm. our own membership, but even out with that, talking to people mm. in the public, I'm getting stopped by folk, and they're not asking me questions about culture wars or yeah. any, anything else. It's all to do with I can't mm. afford food, mm-hmm. and even when I can afford that. I can't afford to mm-hmm. cook it because mm-hmm. I, I can't pay those prices. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what I think every politician's main focus should be right now and how yeah. we start tackling that. And the fact that, I mean, even just from what we've seen today, this place has not got its focus on the right things no. by any matter of means. 
Yeah, and that, that was, like, the, was a bizarre outing at, at Prime Minister's questions. It was one of the screen. It was one of the loudest. But one of the right, most I was like, how put Iron Brew in the breakfast? <laughs> like, why is that? Uh, yeah. the, the old four-star the Iron Brew. The most yeah. alive I have <laughs> ever seen those Tory back yeah, yeah, they, like, they were going wild today. But, was, but it was interesting what? because uh, there was nothing to go wild about. I know. I thought your stammer was as poor as I've ever seen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't, I'm struggling to find out or work out what the, the Labour strategy is because surely history tells them that you cannot beat them by just becoming them. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the road they're down to for some bizarre reason. And, you know, there was an open goal today on so many yeah, issues. So yeah. many. And he chose mm-hmm. not to, to, yep. to do it. And, you know, the inflation one that you talked about, Drew, you know, that was always regarded as Sunak's easy hit. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the one, you know, I'm going to have inflation. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not because, he, you know, it's going to have itself, mm-hmm. but it hasn't. And then just since you've any idea of what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Stammer let him away with it. Right. And it's it. It always really frustrates me how Starmer gets six questions and still manages to waste them. Yeah. Like, he gets more questions than anybody else does in yeah. PMQs exactly. every week without fail. Yeah, most people have tuned out, haven't they? Aye. Oh, <laughs> most people in the room have tuned out yeah. as well mm-hmm. by the time he gets mm-hmm. to his yeah. sixth question. It, was, yeah. uh, and, it wasn't a good and, performance. And that's, aside from inflation, I mean, we, we know the government's about to withdraw its fact it's withdrawing its support now for energy mm-hmm. uh, support. Yep. Um, you know, people are still facing sky high bills. Uh-huh. They kind of promised uh, reduction in bills hasn't appeared yet. Yep. You know, people are still paying through the nose. And I saw it, it was all the days are rolling into one last week, but mm-hmm. it might have been Monday where they uh, announced that they were going to uh, stop the forced implementation of pre- prepayment meters yeah. for over 85s. Yeah. So that's something to be proud uh-huh. of. Mm-hmm. Like if you're yeah. 85, you're okay, but if you're 83, we're going to kick your door in and uh-huh. make you have to mm-hmm. put your pennies on that. It's just... In what yeah. world is this something to celebrate? Yeah, it, it, it is. If it weren't so serious, it would be exactly. absolutely comical, yeah. you know, that, Madness. that's happening. And, of course, they won't even make the single uh, simple changes. I mean, I, you, you'll be aware, Mary, that at the moment I'm running a campaign to get people to not have their direct debits yep. increased on mm-hmm. their energy bills if they're sitting on a credit balance, yep. if they've actually got money, if they're sitting yep. with those energy companies, totally. you know, and, and yet they could easily tell Ofgem, look, regulate to make sure this doesn't happen, right. regulate to make people get that money back where they could probably use yep. it. Because I, I don't know about your experience, my experience is when people are in financial mm-hmm. difficult, financially difficult straits, when they get bills in, they don't actually look at them. Aye, aye. It's because it's just panic. That's all it is. It's just a mountain of anxiety. Exactly. So you stick it in a Look, it's not Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. So so some people don't even realise they've Mm -hmm. got money that they could be claiming back from the electricity companies, these energy companies. The the irony that I've always found Mm. with this place, and probably because it's been Tory governments in Mm. particular, is that when somebody gets an overpayment of, Mm. say, £20 a week for six months, they will come after you mm-hmm. as hard as they can to make sure you pay that mm-hmm. money back. Mm-hmm. And it may have racked up to like a grand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you have people like Baroness Moan who are frittering away millions, billions of pounds of public money, they don't get a word to share about mm-hmm. that. It's, I'm afraid our attention has to go to mm-hmm. Mr. McGonfort and his £40 overpayment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. why is it that they only are determined to get money back when 
folk are powerless. Yeah, exactly. Well, no. so you could go into the sanctions uh, stuff they're doing with people with Absolutely. universal credit yeah. and all yep. the rest of it. Some horrendous chasing. I mean, one of the, the classic examples of being focused on a problem that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. which we're seeing it's the local elections in England and Wales next week. And for yep. the first time, people are tra- having to turn up with voter ID yep. uh, for it. It was a, a solution searching for a problem. Yes, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. They nev- they, they, this has never been needed, and uh, yet it's costing uh, yep. hundreds of millions of pounds totally. uh, to implement this, and it's going to stop people uh-huh. in uh, primarily in, in poorer households yep. and, and in poorer areas uh, from voting. People who don't necessarily uh, have passports and things like that. It's, about. it's straight out of the, the sort of American Republican playbook. Mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah. how can we disenfranchise mm-hmm. people <laughs> as yeah. much yeah. as we possibly Absolutely. can? Yeah. Even down to the fact you know, that you're... Um, is it your over sixties bus pass will qualify, but you're under uh, your you're under twenty ones, yep. won't you? It, it's as blatant yep. and as awful as that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was um, cabinet office spokesperson when this was all happening, and I sat through the I sat as a member of the bill committee, mm-hmm. and there was never once were we ever given any evidence from anyone that this was a mm-hmm. serious problem Absolutely. that needed mm-hmm. addressing. Yep. Now, there are lots of problems that do need addressing mm-hmm. in, the, in the system, yep. and nobody ever said that this was one of them. Exactly. And yet this exactly. was the one that they went for. Uh, they are unashamed. Totally. It's well, so I, cynical. I, and another unashamed thing, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on this, Mary, as well, is uh, Jim Clever- James Cleverley's. There's <laughs> Just a name him for- full stop. Yeah, 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 let exactly. me go. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, announcement that, yeah. uh, you know, Scottish government ministers were now doing international engagement, yep. as, they've, as they've been doing since the start of the evolution, yeah. yep. and indeed, actually, the, the, the process was there in the past that Scotland would have its mm-hmm. own engagement uh, internationally before the evolution. Um, but now, you know, they've got to be uh, curtailed. Uh, babysat by a UK government official. Uh, it's it, again, it's so blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. It's just an attempt to. I think for me, reading between the lines, it's fairly obvious that they can see where the wind's blown. Is it panic? I think it's it's mm-hmm. got to be. It's half of it's panic, and the other half is just truly not understanding or caring about what's happening in Scotland. They just have no interest in understanding mm. what the perspective yeah. is in Scotland, what the priorities are, why we do these things. It's just straight into, oh, they're doing something good. Let's Aye. shut it down because we yeah. don't like them. Uh, that's yes. I think you're right. I think uh, th- th- a lot of this is we will do this because we can. Yes. And it's it's just flexing muscles Aye. for the sake of it. Now, will it make a much of a difference? Probably, mm-hmm. probably not well, a huge well, it could, could be could be very counterproductive for the UK balance of uh, payments because some of the biggest exports, positive exports we have mm-hmm. going through the UK are actually Scottish food and drink, for example. Yeah, I coming from Argyll and Butte. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I, I I know that absolutely. But I just think, well, how are they? It, it's one of those things that you'd expect to hear at the end of a end of a good night. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, I've got a great idea, let's do this. <laughs> you don't really expect it to then translate uh-huh. into a serious minister of the crown mm-hmm. standing up saying, and we're going to do this to you. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, really, John? It, it reminds me of 
when I was wee, I hated it because if you can't tell, I used to, I, I loved arguing. And it used to do my nothing when I would know that I had a point. Mm -hmm. But obviously my mum's brain was just fried. Mm -hmm. And how I would say, but why do I need to just go because I'm the adult and you're the child, so just do it. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same that's attitude. That's what it feels like, yeah. It's yeah. that same attitude of, mm -hmm. well, you'll just do it because mm -hmm. we've told you to mm -hmm. and yeah. we have the authority. But you don't make that kind of decision, as you just said, mm -hmm. unless you're fearful. You're, unless totally. you think, totally. you know, there's, there's something up. And it, it really does show how... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, how petty they're willing to be yeah. over. Uh, and I've no like... doubt that they probably, uh, when the UK government's doing their international relations, mm -hmm. considering the work that particularly our group has done mm -hmm. over the last God, nearly a decade now, mm -hmm. but I think they themselves will have experienced mm -hmm. us having an influence on the international mm -hmm. world and the international sphere because mm -hmm. they'll be talking to the same ambassadors that you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. And the ambassadors don't have anything but good things to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. As uh, and, we found out last night. And yeah. that'll be yep. terrifying for them. Indeed. Yeah. Well, Bre Brendan and I actually were speaking with uh, some diplomats last week. We won't mm -hmm. uh, name them, but... Um, but, you know, they, they're absolutely determined to not only to continue engaging, but yep. to, to to ramp that up, yeah, as, as are we. Yeah. 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 I'll be very absolutely. clear. I've said, I've written to ambassadors and uh, consuls to uh -huh. say, look, we're going to make sure that we're continuing to uh, yep. to engage. We understand that, you know, the UK government has, you know, Westminster authority uh -huh. over uh, foreign affairs. But by the same token, it's really important that uh -huh. we make sure we're continuing the international engagement. Absolutely. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. But you, you brought up the, the point earlier on that um, you enjoy arguing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> that by. And, and Drew talks about being petty and ill-informed. So it takes you beautifully to the football. And apparently, now I, this, this is a rumour, apparently there are more than one football team in Glasgow. I can only agree with you there. Thank you, Drew. Thank yeah. you. So, no, apparently, there's more than one football team in Glasgow, and Inverness is one as well. So I'll butt out here and let you, you, you guys battle this out. Are you, are, you trying, are you trying to throw something between the thistles here? <laughs> well, well as, as you might be aware, um, my local team, uh, so Inverness, they haven't been knocking stress bait, is uh, Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Yep. Um, the semi-finals in the Scottish Cup. So, um, so we've got that to look forward to. But they've also been on a tremendous run, and I think they just leapfrogged another team. I'm trying to remember the name of the other team. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the other team tripped up. That was a good one. <laughs> You're uh, a Partick fan, aren't yes, you? Yes, I'm yeah. Partick Thistle. Yeah. Uh, I know I've always been a Thistle mm -hmm. supporter. Mm -hmm. I, I think my dad, I mean, my dad was never going to have it any other way, mm -hmm. but... It was more to do with the character building. Life ain't a bit of the roses. You've got to understand failure to enjoy success. Scotland's yeah. international football <laughs> Republic Thistle. You know, and up to yeah. up till 2011, SMP. You're still losing. And so so what are your hopes? I mean, we're getting to the yeah. end of the season now. It's really a I sharp mean, end. You're sitting fourth. Because... I will always, I will die on this hill that the league we're in is mm. by far the best league in Scottish yeah. football because mm. you don't know who's going to win. Mm. It's genuinely competitive. And I think yeah. between us and, I guess, is it 
eighth or something. There's a difference of two or three points between us all. Yeah, um, Premier League's thunderously boring at the yes, top, isn't absolutely. it? absolutely. Yeah. I find it <laughs> <laughs> the exact opposite. I find it a joy. And the light. I know, I think, obviously, uh, last week didn't go our way. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that was the opportunity to mm-hmm. really start driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but the playoffs aren't an impossibility, yeah. so mm-hmm. we'll see. And are you a regular attender in person? Yep. Do you get the I've opportunity? I've got my season ticket. Yeah. Uh, right. Me, my brother, and my dad yeah. always go. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so that makes up my... 50% of the crowd then, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I know it's really sorry Partick fans. I'm, I'm big, <laughs> a, a big supporter as well. <laughs> I'm going to get Chris <laughs> Stevens on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, I love going there. It's just a... Mm. It's the one place that I just get Isn't it the case? And, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are as well, Brendan, but when you're at the football, you can't think of anything else but the football. It gives you that real break from everything else. I I actually find I think of the football when I'm not at the football. (laughs) (laughs) It's just my happy place. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it has nothing to do with the pint that's that I'm sure one night before I go. I know, it's great. And it's also... I mean, particularly in the early days mm. when we first get elected, a fur hill was genuinely my safe place because no. nobody gave a toss about me. They were there for the football. Because right. yeah, exactly. we'd been going for years, Aye. it was just... Just the normal thing Aye, that you were that doing. Was that. Yeah. So who, who's, your, uh, who's your legend that you, you look up to? Who's oh, the, the player that you go... For me, that... it's uh, Chris Erskine. Yeah? I, I love him to bits. Right. You'd, Brendan's shrugging his shoulders here. He doesn't know just Christ like, himself as Grace Glasgow. <laughs> Chris Erskine uh, is, was called The Bridge for a long time. Yeah. Oh, was me. Oh, I, 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 I get the reference. He's, he's Marshall, but having Chris Dillon. And, and of course, you're, you're just staying with football for a minute, but bringing mm-hmm. him back to Westminster and to, to what's happening here. We We... we you know, had a couple of weeks ago, we had a really good Scotland game where uh, Scotland beat Spain. But of mm. course, it wasn't on telly. Yep. Um, or, well, it was on telly, I should say, but you had to pay for it yeah. through uh, a subscription to it. And, you know, that seems to be the way that, you know, Scotland has been treated in terms of getting to its football. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it, 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 yeah, when you look at games and, you know, feature an England team, um, they even featured the Wales team. Aye, uh, yeah, aye. You know, these are on totally. three-tier uh, TV. It's, uh, Absolutely. It's, it's a challenge, isn't it, for... I, m- I remember we had, in the Scottish Affairs Committee, mm-hmm. I think last, excuse me, last year, we had uh, some of the TV companies in front of us, and this very point was raised to them, mm-hmm. and there was no genuine answer. You know, mm-hmm. it, it genuinely sounded like a lot of excuses rather yeah. than <laughs> a, an actual reason, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. The mm-hmm. fact that we can watch England games for free, but yeah. we can't see Fair. Scotland. Yeah, yeah again, it, it's it's an issue. That's actually it's a really important issue. You know that yes, you can understand that the Scottish Football Association have got to try and market as best they can, but is it really the best solution mm-hmm. to put it behind a paywall the way that the way that they do? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I I didn't. To, to mm-hmm. watch the Spain game, I know regret not doing it. But I say I've only I've only seen the goals on my phone. Yeah, I just think that's nonsense, it's rubbish. Yeah. You know, but, but I've, I I saw the England Italy game and mm-hmm. uh, I saw the Wales game. Yep, because they were there on my telly when I went Aye. home. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you just think how long, how sustainable is it? 
mm. just to hide these Scotland games off mm. behind a paywall yeah. before people just simply want to do it. Mm. Now, it might work when the team are winning and it's doing yeah. well. When the tough times... Uh, but even yeah. then... You know, um, yeah. 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 You might not understand that, but some of us in football <laughs> actually stay at the bitter end. <laughs> even when it's really bitter. Exactly. <laughs> but, but your uh, constituency neighbour, Gavin Newlands, yes. he's been trying to get uh, he's been People, really good on it. Yeah, he's okay. been trying to get all the different organisations, TV companies mm. and the yeah. SFA and others together around the table. And I know you've been supporting it. You, you're yeah, always happy to speak up in Parliament. Yes, I'm, I'm, I, in fact, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm standing in tomorrow with business questions and that's one of the questions I will be mm. I'll be right. asking of the, the, the leader of the House. You know, how do we find a solution which pleases everybody? Mm-hmm. You know, And we get away from this idea that you can watch England games, you can watch Wales games uh, on terrestrial yeah. telly, but you know, you've you got to watch. pay through the yep. nose uh, yeah. to watch and, and, the, games. and the BBC will make that commitment for some of these big games to be shown no. uh, free to air, and you know, and we're not getting the same kind of investment mm-hmm. um, no. in Scotland. So it's, it's also because uh, I can't remember what game it was, because only once have I ever paid for the the mm-hmm. past the paywall, mm-hmm. and even then it stopped working, mm-hmm. and I was rage because <laughs> I'm just like. It's bad enough when you can't get a good stream, but when you mm-hmm. paid for it, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, God. Yeah. And it wasn't just me, because I nah. thought, oh, maybe my Wi-Fi's away or something, mm-hmm. but it was all I thought going and totally cut out. Mm-hmm. It was rubbish. Mm-hmm. It was rubbish. So, so speak your MP. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mary, what's on the agenda for you going forward in the next uh, week or so? In the next week, I thought you were going to say the next hour, and I was going to say food. <laughs> so first on the agenda. Well, I think that's for most people. We're recording this late in the afternoon, yes. folks. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow, I'm going to be in Bells Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Bonner's organised a, a big... I think there's like five different branches coming, and they've got over... There's hundreds of people. Two, yeah, they've got 200 there. plus folk confirmed, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's... Yeah. Really, you know, really excited about it. No pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, right. so you're, you're used to speaking to these big groups now. You should go around, don't you? I mean, I don't, getting used to it is a strong word. You always do. You um, still get butterflies or anything oh, like that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's... So you you always come across as so kind of natural and Aye. inspirational. So it's like oh, I think yeah. So it's, it's, no, no, it's comforting to know that you have the same the feelings. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Or it's yeah. like uh, oh, before I get up to speak, I realise you've not oh. breathed in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> start walking. Yeah. You stand up, your head starts to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, so I've got that on Thursday, and then mm-hmm. on Friday mm-hmm. uh, I'm in the constituency. And I know I've got three meetings, but I couldn't tell you what they are. That's the way it is, isn't it? Things Aye. are in your diary and you know, because there's so much on yep. every day Aye. that you, you have to look. You have and to it's look such a, yeah, where am I? It's what such a range next? of topics yeah. as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you can yeah. be in a primary school in the morning yeah. and then doing surgeries, listening yeah. to folk crying their eyes out. And, 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 and that is where, and it's worth making mention of our staff. Oh, That's right. where they are just utterly invaluable. They are the totally. most. Oh, a resource like Aye. no other because Aye. if it wasn't for the, what their staff do my yeah. goodness where would we be Aye. It's, it's, 
always tell my officers I'm like, they're the ones that do all the work and uh-huh. I get all the credit. Yes, that's, yes. That's the same for all our teams, not wrong. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. But uh, maybe I'll push on. We have we have votes to vote on <laughs> and, and, and votes to lose. And Tories to shout at. Tories to shout at. So it just remains to say, Mary, thank you so, so no, much for joining us. Thank you for And uh, next time, Tam and Stuart's invite you on. <laughs> Remind them just how good it was. No, today, I'm sorry, I've been better. The bar has been risen. <laughs> yes, it's been risen about an inch off the floor, I think. But, uh, um, yeah, so like, can I echo what Brendan said? Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, and uh, Brendan, thank you for uh, co-hosting again today. It's been a pleasure and a delight, as always. He was Brendan O'Hara, MP. I'm Drew Hendry, MP. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of uh, Scotland's Choice. You can find more episodes of Scotland's Choice at scotlandschoice.scot. So um, join us next time. Thanks for listening. And won the Jags. Thank you.